1: Let us know what you think so you can help us out and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans.
2: Fans, welcome back for another week of the 531 where we take our top five list on a particular subject. Vote it down to a top three. Debate that top three down to a number one spot. First off, Dave, how are you doing today?
3: Oh, baby, you know we spunk it like a monkey. <laughs> Ready to get it on. How do you, how you like the Madderon video? You like that white ceiling in the background right there? You got all like fancy like wrestling posters. I got this blank, you know, fucking dingy white ceiling. What are you going to do, baby?
2: We might have to start soundproofing that room. Who knows? We might be stepping Mm. our game up here soon, folks. But, Dave, Uh, you picked this week's Big money offers
3: on the table.
2: (laughs) We're looking up. Now, Dave, like I was about to say before, man, you picked this list this week. Tell us about it and kind of tell us why you picked it.
3: Yeah, so after last week's top five for angle matches, kind of got me thinking that that's one topic that, like, you know, we haven't done a ton of. We did, like, Best Bret Hart matches, Best Shawn Michaels matches, maybe a few other ones. But I'm, like, thinking, like, okay, who's a good quality wrestler that has a lot of great matches that our fan base probably can identify with? I thought, you know what? One that spans over a couple decades now, Dustin Rhodes. All right? I thought, well, either he's Gold Duff or he's Dustin. Like, that's a guy – it's had a lot of great masses. I think some of our fans who contribute these lists really like it stuff. So I said, let's do it, baby. So I hit you up. I said, producer Joe, top five Justin Rhodes. Told us, what do you think? And you didn't get back to me because you were probably high or drunk or something. So I said, fuck him. I'm just going to do it anyway. And then it was done. I, I think was like, it was what? a
2: work day. Could have been a work day. I don't it's know. I'm tired. babysitting three dogs, but we're getting over <laughs> it.
1: I do remember seeing
2: the list, and I do now remember forgetting to respond.
0: But
3: it's okay, baby. I buried uh, Team Four here last week. <laughs> I'll bury more people before we're done.
2: <laughs> Anybody breathing's about to catch it, but mm-hmm. I'll catch you. Right. you
3: know, I personally, let me start off, I, I, okay. I got a lot of you got of it. You got the phone, I got more than you. I'm a big motherfucking deal. All right, I got <laughs> Zach Saint John, who came here, got me the list this morning here. He said, okay, no order except for Cody versus Dustin at Double or Nothing. Easily my favorite match for both of them. And then he had Dustin versus Bunkhouse Buck at the Spring Stampede. Goldust versus Razor at Rumble 96. The Canadian Stampede in your house match. Goldust versus Randy Orton when Goldust came back. Because I remember thinking, damn, he still has it. It was a Raw, I want to say 2013 maybe. And definitely honorable mention. He said the distinct squadron versus dangerous alliance war games match as well, which you know, I've said before is my favorite war games
2: of all time. So, yeah, that is, I definitely see it popping up on a couple lists. And we have the Goldust and Orton on another list I saw as well. So, not to get you know too what's much, funny? In-
3: yeah, that made it on maybe it was a list I saw with you, but yeah, I saw that a couple times too. And I'm like, wow, I was like, man, I always want to go back and watch that. Like, people remember that. And then Another one that made uh, a couple times, like, not to get too deep into it. But we'll see. It. Definitely one other point is that uh, Bunkhouse, Bunk, Bunkhouse, Bunk, bunk uh, Ring Stampede match there. So I was like, okay. So, which to me just shows you, like, that's the kind of wrestler Dustin was. Like, he can have quality matches with almost anybody. Whether you were, you know, super talented or whether you were just a brawler, technical, like, Dustin could go.
2: Plus, if you look at his career, it stems from, what, like, the late 80s up until now? Yeah. He's got that early WCW era. There's a little bit of TNA in there. There's WWE. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody that I usually reach out to, but you got a hold of him this week because these fucking dogs, is Jesse from New Hampshire. He has the Rhodes Brothers versus The Shield, Battleground 2013, Goldust versus Undertaker, In Your House 8, Goldust Mm. versus Piper, WrestleMania 12, Roads versus Steamboat, WCW Saturday night, 116.93 yeah. to crown the new U.S. champion, and Dustin versus mm. Cody, double or nothing 19. I would have argued earlier that it might just be recency bias that that match is popping up, but it's on a lot of lists, so I don't think it's just recency.
3: Nah, it's a match with a lot of emotion, but uh, shout out to Jesse. Actually, when I talked to him, I uh, said, it was a really cool that, uh, he put that Ricky Steamboat match there from WCW Saturday Night because that's not a match. I think it would be on a lot of people's list. And he said what, uh, triggered him to go watch that was, uh, it was the, uh, Iron Anderson podcast with Conrad. I guess they talked about what happened with, uh, Iron and Eric Watts. They did that, uh, angle where Eric Watts put the SPF on Iron at a gas station. Well, on that, uh, WCW Saturday Night taping was, Ricky Stiegel versus Dustin Rhodes. So check it out. I haven't got to do it yet, but I plan to.
2: That's where I first became accustomed to Dustin, was in that WCW era when he was the natural. And Mm. I thought he was the best white meat baby face of that time, really got at it. I think that Mm. match on the tractor trailer did him a disservice for his time there. Sure. But Mm. it's crazy the long career he's had. Whose list do you Absolutely. have up next?
3: Ah man, eleventh hour. I got him this morning. A day straight through. coming in. He got me War Games ninety two. Rhodes versus Bunkhouse Bucks Spring Stampede ninety four. Gold dust and Cody versus the Shield, Battleground twenty thirteen, Dustin versus Cody, double or nothing, and he also has that Goldust versus Randy Orton from Raw twenty thirteen. To Google, um, that's Dustin rose gold Dust matches and see what comes up. Yeah, I was going to see, see see
2: what the first, we'll say six selections is because there will be a match. He's like, oh, Yeah, God. I was curious.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Um, uh, Wrestle War Games 92, I don't think that's the thing Scott one won where uh, Dangerous Alliance. I want to say that's a little earlier. That might be one of the Horseman ones.
2: That's a good <clears> question. You want me to get up and get or the might uh, be War Games I don't DVD? Know, and check it out. Yeah. You want me to do that? Yeah, should look this up. All right. Hold on. Let nah, me go get the DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, do no, you want to
3: do? All right. You know, it's your show, too. You're you know what? The Fuck running, it. Baby.
2: Fuck it. We'll do it live. On. We'll move on to Mike <laughs> Flynn. He's got Cody versus yeah. Dustin, double or nothing. Austin, LOD, Goldust, Shamrock versus the Heart Foundation, Canadian Stampede. Yeah. Cody and Goldust versus Roman and Seth, Battleground. You pick the year. <laughs> Was that 2013? Is that the yeah. Rhodes? Okay, Rhodes versus them. For the Shield? Yep.
3: Yeah, that's been on a few lists here. So, yeah, that, okay. that might make a cut. That's a couple lists. It's one coming up already here.
2: Sting Squadron versus the Dangerous Alliance, Wrestle War, I'm, I'm guessing 92. Yeah. Okay. And Goldust versus Randy Orton on Raw.
3: Yeah, man. It's funny that that Randy Orton match. And that Shield match keeps popping up. Now, I remember the 2013 match him and Cody had with the Shield because it was so well done because the Shield at that time was so well protected. And here we had, like, Dustin and Cody kind of fighting off in that underdog spot. And it was like they had a lot of momentum, though, because, like, the fans were really getting behind them. It was like, are they going to beat the Shield? Like, if this feud wasn't happening, like, I don't know if they would, but they had backed them in the corner where their jobs and their careers were on the line. And man, it uh, all came together, and uh, that was what I remember. Now, that Orton match, I want to say, happened a little before that. That was uh, basically Cody had lost to Orton, and in real life, Cody was getting – or had just gotten married at that time and one time off. So the authority put a stipulation in there that if Cody lost, he'd be fired. So then Goldust came back to wrestle Orton to try to get his brother's job back. So that's what they had to match. And that's what people were impressed with. Man, Goldust still had a lot of uh, fire left in the tank. Yeah, now, that... uh, speaking of a lot of fire left in the tank, if you will, baby. I don't mean to cut you off, Joey, but I've been hitching. i got to say this. My man Randy and Oscar got him there. And you know he's bringing the fire. So I just – we can't wait no more, baby. We can't, we can't, can't wait hold him no back. More. Oh, here it is, baby. Justin Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes, double or nothing. Goldust versus Razor Ramon, Royal Rumble 96. Goldust versus Randy Orton, Raw September 9th, 2013. Randy bringing the big dates there. Goldust and Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, WWE Battleground 2013. And here's one for you. Goldust versus Chris Jericho, WWE Superstars, March 4th, 2010. Motherfucking Randy, delivering as always. Wow, he was going Damn.
2: deep on the network for that. He always brings the deep cuts. And speaking of he deep does, cuts, we got Scott from Volintown. He's got mm. Cody versus Dustin, double or nothing. Twenty nineteen, Sting Squadron versus the Dangerous Alliance, War Games ninety two, baby. Canadians- oh, so it was ninety two. There you go. Yep, Canadian. Yeah, shit, that just answered the question. Canadian Stampede versus the Heart Foundation. We talked about that stacked team. Rhodes and the Nasties versus the Stud Stable. War Games, 94. And Rhodes versus Bunkhouse Bucks. Spring Stampede, 94.
3: Yeah, it's interesting some of these matches that keep popping up, man. A couple with Bunkhouse, I feel like I'm really seeing that Shield match pop up a lot. Cody and Dustin against each other at Double or Nothing keep popping up a lot. And... Randy Orton, Matt, keeps sneaking in there, too.
2: Yeah, that, I think that's going to be our top three going forward.
3: Uh, it might be. Well, you know what? Let me throw you another This I got Mikey and Fred from the Facebook page. He's always coming at me, that Facebook page. He's got Goldust versus Piper, WrestleMania 12. Cody versus Dustin, double or nothing. Cody and Goldust versus The Shield, that was around 2013. Jake the Snake versus Dustin, September 26, 1992. Deep Cut, and Orton versus Goldust, Raw, September 9th, 2013. So, again, yeah, I think we do have our final three here. I mean, me and you still got to read our list, but damn. But uh, Deep Cut with the Jake
2: the Snake one. Huh. Yeah, that there's a couple matches on these lists I'm going to have to go back and find. I'll bring in my list next. I got Goldust versus Piper, WrestleMania 12, I got the Spring Stampede match or Canadian Stampede match versus Heart Foundation. I got Cody versus Dustin, Double or Nothing 2019. Rhodes and Cody versus The Shield, Battleground 2013. Sting Squadron versus Dangerous Alliance, Wrestle War.
3: I want to read my list, and I want you to look at your list and tell me what we got going on here. I got versus The Shield at Battleground 2013. Cody at Double or Nothing. War Games 92, Dangerous Alliance versus Sphinx Rodden, the Canadian Stampede, and Piper at Mania 12. Joe, did we literally just hit every single <laughs> match?
2: We got every single match the same. That is yeah, how so. <laughs> in the Working Fans podcast is. You come here for consistency. That team baby, I ought to give us a broadcast
3: to y'all. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want ready, us on your TV, TV soon, but... Now we're looking at top three lists. I think we've already narrowed it down with our list before. How do we move on from there?
3: All right, so just to confirm, we got Cody at Double or Nothing. Yep. We got the match with the Shield at 2013. Yep. And then the Orton match from that Raw.
2: That Raw, Yep.
3: Yeah, I'm going to get rid of the Orton match at Raw. Uh, even though a lot of people said that's where it looked like Dustin had it back. Because honestly, it didn't out as much as the other two matches did for me. I do remember that happening. I remember that, but to me, there was much more of a build going into that Shield match where uh, Dusty was in her corner as well, and their jobs were on the line against the shield who had never lost at that time.: Yeah, maybe they had one, but it was very rare. So.
2: I think the other two matches had much bigger stories behind them. And, I mean, Cody versus Dustin is one of the biggest things AEW has done to this point. And it's interesting where they went from that match.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to say, I know uh, sometimes we get WWE haters on here and AEW haters, and whoever you are. It doesn't matter. Um, I always just try to call it how it is, all right? So how it is in this one is because I think there was a great story for both those matches with the Shield. And personally, I felt something, I remember in 2013, watching that and excited, but feeling what I did in 2019 when Goldust wrestled Cody and the fact that was AEW's first big stage, really, that edges it out for me. So it has nothing to do, it's just the fact that that was that promotion's first big stage, you're telling that story, the interviews that led to that. They didn't have a lot of time to build it, but they did. And then the blood and everything, you know, to me, it's just a classic. It means something to me. I actually got to talk to uh, Dustin very briefly at a uh, event we went to for an autograph signing and a wrestling show. Just told him that was one of the few matches that made me feel something. He was super cool, you know, and I'm sure people tell him shit like that all the time. But he was super cool, and it just for me, that's the match.
2: Yeah, and Dave, you know what the music means. I think we've decided on a top one: Cody versus Dustin, modern classic. It's not too often that work sport will make you feel something. And I just think the storytelling they did with that match was incredible. So guys, thank you for joining us again for the 5-3-1 this week. And we will see you again next week. Allow us to reintroduce ourselves. I'm producer Joe, the man they call Dave in the middle. You got AJ Strange Brew on the side. And we are brought to you by 482 Designs, F-O-U-R, 8-2 Designs. They did the shirts that we are selling. If you want one of those shirts, workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. Get to us. We'll get you the PayPal. And we will get a shirt and sticker in your pocket. If you order the shirt,
1: If you order the shirt now, you can actually get an official shirt before I do.
2: That is that is very much true. <laughs> Randy got a shirt before you. Randy actually picked one up from us the other day. In fairness, he broke into Dave's house. I'd
4: not see him if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about that, Randy.
2: <laughs> now, guys, we were disappointed because Wednesday we thought we had what was perhaps our best debate topic to date. And that was, who is a better talker between Dusty and Flair? Ooh. And I actually cut out some sound bites, and it was a lot of fucking work, and it was such a good topic that we had to re-record today to bring this to you. So I am going to start off with what is probably, I would say, one of Ric Flair's most famous promos, and here it is right now. Wrestling
0: Ric Flair, and here is the World Heavyweight Champion. You know, girls, why don't you give it to him one more time? Woo! that's who's standing Woo! here today the world heavyweight champion only one and you're looking oh no i can't stand it i <laughs>
2: gotta be quiet nakita call off listen to that crowd you don't hear crowds like that much anymore
0: That's the end. Of it. dusty Rhodes, don't ever make a mistake A stick in your nose in my business. If I'm down and out, I'll get up and take care of myself. So Dusty Rhodes, remember, when you walk out here, talking Ric Flair, don't think you can walk in that ring and give me a hand or try to help me out and ease the tension in our relationship. Philadelphia, I'm going to tear you down. This, this is, is
4: how AJ's wife talked
0: to him. When I get to town, we're going to treat all you women woo, the way women ought to be treated. Jesus Christ. Because the NWA and real men are going to take that Civic Center apart, and then we're all going to be over at Rodeo, woo, driving <laughs> the women wild. <laughs> now, get, get ready. Woo, I got dusty. We are on and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio.
2: Randy Osga's in the house.
1: on my name. The Randy Oska? The one who broke into Dave's house and stole a t-shirt? Spill liquor in bars
0: from one side of this world to the other. Then you mean you're talking to the Rolux wearing woo, diamond ring wearing kiss dealing. Wheeling dealing. <laughs> It's bad, Diddy. Oh my Thank Mama is on Diddy all day.
2: Jesse in the house. Uh, I hope he's holding that new baby, letting him listen to the cure gold coming out of Ric Flair's mouth right now.
0: You knew that I was gonna be the biggest star of them all.
1: It's important for that baby to learn how to treat a woman right away. To bring the
2: real. Guys, yeah, I, I said some stuff that I don't world. know if it made the cut during you the live see, show Wednesday. When you got
0: the you know, we're family, only in our New York, we do it better than everybody else. Don't wrap me up.
2: Guys, Randy champion, wants to set the, uh, the record straight. World
0: champions, Rick's yeah. the world I, champion. We <laughs> rule <Flair>, the world. <laughs> the <you, Randy>. <laughs> national. <connection. laughs> was that at my house? <laughs>
2: don't you go smiting his good name, goddamn it!
0: Girls All around the world.
1: Keep asking me the same question.
2: Oh, we got a heart emoji, so we are definitely not. The only,
1: all the only thing I want to know from Randy is, is Farmers.com really the best place to find women?
2: Farmersonly.com. <laughs>
1: Sorry, my bad. Farmersonly.com. You can find him under the
4: We're
0: name.
1: Talking <laughs> the <bro>. oh, man.
2: <laughs> he actually has it under Randy and Hawaii. <laughs> so he seems exotic.
1: <laughs> the best wrestling family. He's driving the women
0: crazy. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm on fire today. Wow,
2: Jake St. John jumping in with the first vote. There's Rick you dare, Flair. There's
4: you're damn right, votes. Jake. You're damn right. I have right. to know for a fact. Jake actually voted for Dusty because Dusty is poetry, baby.
2: <laughs> I was going to bring that up because he said every time Dusty – Talked it was like poetry, but if you're AJ, walking, in, you take a minute
1: promo though.
0: I first, first of all, du-
1: is, I would do the same thing. First of all, Ooh, du- Dusty's like poetry if you didn't get past the third grade.
2: <laughs> now, AJ, why don't you start off making your case for Flair because you jumped at the chance to rake Flair. You almost demanded it.
1: After listening to that I'm not sure I need to say anything. That's uh, Rick Flair touches all the bases in his promo. He went after good guys, bad guys, he's going after Buddy Landell for being the nature boy. He went after he's women going. Sorry. Sorry, went after women. So he, I said he went after the bad guys. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> even talks to if Dusty. Four, at, have your ass. He, he talks to Dusty. He says, hey, Dusty, don't you come down here and lend me a hand. I don't need your help. I'll dust myself off and get my own self back up on my feet. I don't need your help. Mm-hmm. That's what AJ's wife told me the other night. They touched me. All the time. <laughs> First of all, that's the one, the one match I can't win. But <laughs> however, how about Jimmy Snooker? Jimmy Snooker chopped me harder than any human being ever has. But that's another story, and a whole lot of cocaine. I was gonna say, one allegedly, day, we the bottom
2: of that gram. I mean, that story.
1: Hey, he didn't kill me, allegedly. <laughs>
2: um,
1: that's uh, but let me talk about Ric Flair for a minute here. Ric Flair, when he did his interview, similar to what Jake said, how there's Ric Flair and there's everybody else. Ric Flair lived a lifestyle and portrayed a character that basically every person, especially in the time period the 80s, you're talking about the Wall Street generation. You're talking about. No. <laughs> good boy, Zach. Good boy. You're talking about the, yuppies, the You're one. talking about everybody wanting to actually live that BMW, Corvette lifestyle. And Rick yeah, Flair, that cocaine uh, lifestyle. Uh, yeah, Rick, uh, that's totally Blanchard. But Ric Flair, uh, he, he epitomized what that generation was and where they were going to. And for a generation like myself, who was growing up in that time period, there's not a one of us who didn't want to be Ric Flair. I, I, I have to believe that Dave, sitting in his house, never <laughs> once.
4: <laughs> Sorry, Scott Poppy. <laughs>
1: That was good. <laughs> so, and the to town is his
2: hometown, town. wherever his marital residence is. <laughs> hey, you notice I'm in my studio apartment
1: uh, or my Jeep, whichever one. Um, <laughs> uh, an
4: interesting uh, point there. How many flare promos? Was ah, You know, I can remember a lot of Dusty promos, honestly. Yeah, but
1: did Dusty ever make you want to be Dusty?
2: I don't know. I don't know how to get that thing off my belly.
4: Yeah. But that's, hold on. Dusty made me feel more emotion, all right? Yeah, he made you feel hatred for the South. Uh, I've never, (laughs) yeah, thank you. There we go. Jesse talking about kings and queens. (laughs) I love it. See, Dusty. Dusty Now, I think
2: one important distinction to make between the two is that Ric Flair was mainly, like, kind of being braggadocio. It was a lot about him where I found that Dusty, while it was about him, was also about connecting with the crowd. Flair tended to try and connect upwards, while Dusty kind of connected lower with the with the common man, the work of man. But
1: Flair connected so well that they actually got to a point where he couldn't get booed. He'd come out there and tell you every braggadocious thing on the planet if guys just sat there going, well, hell, that's who I want to be. And they ended up yeah.
2: cheering for this guy. And you heard the ladies going wild in that promo. I mean, Flair would drop his hotel room in promos or where he was staying, and that is that's another level of crazy. Rick, that Rick Flair and Rick Flair ended
1: up getting to a point where he would get cheered for a finishing move of a low blow. I mean,
4: I will say this: as much as I'm going to be rooting for Dusty here, and I'm, I'm, we do have to give respect for Rick for truly living his gimmick. And becoming an alcoholic <laughs> and cheating on his wives, so I mean, well, yeah. get, get getting, getting back that you know, that point. So. Getting
1: getting back to Jimmy Snuka, nobody lived the gimmick more than that guy. He was a killer.
4: Yeah, let's deter to Jimmy. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with Jimmy.
0: <laughs> How about
4: we get a Dusty clip? How about that? Is it time yet? Give me some Dusty. Yeah, All right, right. Some You want
2: Dusty want a clip? clip? I'm gonna yeah, give you I'm probably right. what is best. What is his best known promo? Sure. And that is this American one right here.
1: Dream, Dusty Rhodes and Dusty, your fans, welcome you back, man.
5: First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85 it is to the wrestling fair It is the Jim Crockett promotion and Dusty Rhodes the American dream with that weight got what I wanted Ric Flair the world's heavyweight champion I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair no respect no honor there is no honor among thieves in the first place hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a
2: watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer you took, took your, your thing, daddy. Man. That's hard time. I got to admit, I've heard that promo I don't know how many times, yeah. and it's still giving me chills. It's also funny because a computer took your job, daddy. dad you took your dad Listen, uh, I've listened to that
4: promo with people who aren't wrestling fans, and I've run into them afterwards, and they still will quote that promo once in a while, they're like, Nah, I know I'm bad, daddy. <laughs> they
0: know I'm
2: bad. Yeah, because how many years ago did that happen? And the fact 85. that you could still be replaced by a computer is almost more likely now than it was then.
1: And, uh, in, fa- in fairness, uh, in fairness, a computer would have known more moves than Dusty Rhodes.
4: Brandon Thomas letting know the Orton family was the best wrestling family. That is true. And we will talk about that in a future episode. But right now, we're talking about the American dream, Dusty Rhodes versus... Woo! Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing Rick Flair. And my money's on Dusty Rhodes, baby, because Dusty made you feel. Now, Rick, get you excited. You know, you listen to Rick. He's super it's he entertaining. England a bit. But, but Dusty, Dusty could bring tears to your eye, all right? Dusty made eye.
1: me feel like I was in great shape. <laughs> you love
4: Dusty. <laughs> First off, you're trash at Dusty, just the one that's <laughs> arguing that. But you can't even look straight up because you know, <laughs> if you hear Dusty's promo too long, you're going to start crying. You're like, oh, Dusty, <laughs> I'm such a fan. Oh, God.
2: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> no.
4: Rick Flair wanted to call himself Rambo and Randy Rose. And Dusty had to say, don't do that, baby. <laughs> Be <laughs> Rick Flair. <laughs> because there's only one Dusty Rose. And there's only one Rick Flair, too. But to me, Dusty made you feel it. And look what Dusty had to work with. I said this on Wednesday, too. Well, let's see what we got here. Don't bring it to the wrestling. Keep it to the promo. It's all dusty. The view never changes. yes, yes,
0: thank you. The view never changes, baby. Oh, come AJ, on, AJ. When you are walk behind her, the view never changes, baby. The view never changes.
2: What that she, tells, tells me is that. Clip, what that tells me is clearly Jay baby, is a walk behind her.
0: <laughs>
2: now, one of the things that I mentioned on Wednesday. Is that if you look at a lot of the promos that they did, some of their biggest promos are actually versus each other, which is pretty wild. Yes,
4: yeah, they're yeah. one of the. We should do a debate sometime or top five on the greatest rivalries in pro wrestling
1: because well, to me, Charlotte
4: Flair's got to be right there.
1: Guys, Charlotte and Mid Atlantic Wrestling in that time period not the same without Dusty and um, Flair going head to head.
2: I, I thought you were gonna tie this to the women's revolution, and I'm like, I'm dying to see where you're going with this.
4: <laughs> That's right, baby. Charlotte ran to town. Woo!
1: <laughs> hey, now how you- do we know how do we know Dusty's not the real dad? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I didn't touch
4: that bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe Beth did the job. I don't Which- know.
4: We don't even know. Oh, yeah. Okay, Charlotte's mom. Which one of Flair's wives dusty baby (laughs) touch?
2: Now, guys, is there anything either more of you guys want to say about this? Because we we just kind of threw this together last minute today because anybody that watched Wednesday saw the fucking debacle that video was. But we put a lot of work into this segment, and you guys felt passionate about this. like. You, you guys fucking busted my balls up until the moment we got this thing working today. <laughs> we had to let you know. That's uh, not true. We're busting your balls during it too. Yeah.
1: We had to oh yeah. Yeah. Know. It hasn't stopped. It <laughs> at
2: well, least now I can be like, who figured it out? Motherfucker.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was me and Dave's advice. <laughs> yeah, <I love> <laughs> we all won. We all. won.
4: Hey, listen, uh, at the end of the day uh for me, yeah. I wanted to say that, you know, Somebody said it best in the comments there. If you're sticking just to promos, that's where we kind of lean towards Dusty, in my opinion. You know, is Flair a better all-around presentation worker? Yeah, yeah, he is. That's not a knock on Dusty. That's because Ric Flair is one of the greatest of all times. Flair is also one of the best promos of all time. But when it gets us down to promos, I say Dusty makes you feel. And if you look what Dusty's working with, Dusty looked like an overweight guy at the bar. But somehow hey, when Scott, that guy started like talking, to talk, you like, Okay. That's so hey, good, funny. good news, Dave. That's Scott Scott strong. gave
1: us a thumbs up and a thumbs down. You
4: know, well, you know, he's torn. I don't blame him. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> asking it too, Scott.
2: I get it. It's, <laughs> it's, a little a, that, it's a little of that what was that, the zodiac where it was yes no?
4: Yes no, baby. Brutus is the fucking barber beefcake. Yes, <laughs> well guys,
2: no. you know what the music means. It means AJ has to get home before his wife puts him in a knuckle lock or some kind of submission move. <laughs> but we figured out the issue. We are going to be coming back to you Wednesday bigger and badder than ever. I and love we just want to say thank you for not abandoning us after that show because that shit hurt.
0: Mm.
2: And
4: now you get up close and personal with producer Joe
0: Space more than ever.
2: I, I know this my good head good. feels so fucking big. We'll we'll figure out this whole situation at another time.
1: Yeah, cuz that's what's making your head big. <laughs>
2: That He's- damn camera. <laughs> the camera didn't dirty. Did dirty. Yeah, me too. Yeah, didn't they say the camera adds 15 pounds to the head? Mm. Yeah, my They're-
1: camera added my camera added
2: 275. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we were was- that bald headed guy. <laughs> it- we're going to let Scott get in the last comment of the day. Your head looks so fucking big, too. Excellent, guys. Well, the ball busting never ends. It I'm doesn't just, happen I'm, just at the day job.
1: I'm just glad for once he's talking about your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm breaking down. My beating lungs are hurting. We will see you Wednesday. Welcome to the 531, where we debate a top five list on a particular subject. Further discuss it down to a top three, and then eventually settle on a top one. Now, after this beat, we'll get to today's subject.
1: with one
4: hand we're back with the working fans podcast Five Three One one style it's the best of dusty matches we got aj strangebrew he's driving he's here driving this- home what we're gonna kick this off all right i got all the lists i'll ask for some comments here and there aj we'll start off with my man zach he's got dusty versus steve carino bull rope match ecw living dangerously Dusty versus Flair, Starcade '84. Dusty versus Flair, Starcade '85, and Dusty versus Tully Blanchard, Great American Bash '87.
1: Dusty Dusty versus Flair '84. was an interesting choice to me, 85. The other one that he picked is the better of the Starcade matches. I think they just put together a much better match and had a great feel that night. That's just my opinion on those two Starcade matches.
4: Yeah, no doubt. Actually, it's kind of funny because I think in my notes, I was looking at it. Dusty versus Flair at 85. That was the one with Joe Frazier.
1: That's the one with Joe Frazier, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting one.
4: We got Michael Flynn. He's got the War Games, 87. Dusty Flair, Great American Bash, 86. Dusty Iron, Great American Bash 87, Dusty Luger Starcade 87 and Dusty Starcade 85. Dusty and Iron, Great American Bash 87. I remember that one.
1: That that's a good pick. I mean, that's an interesting interesting mm-hmm. pick. I think the Luger pick might make a few lists, even though cuz I think it's one of Luger's best matches which is like saying, you know, that shit smells really good. You know what? It's, uh, it's actually
4: on my list because I do think it's one of Luger's better matches. I think this is back in a period where Luger had a lot of promise. Yeah. It wasn't until actually, to me, when Luger got the world title was when he started to really put on, you know, some of his worst matches. Yeah.
1: Well, I think what also happened was, to be honest with you, in this match, Luger still had something to prove,
4: mm-hmm. and he
1: was in there with the guy booking the show. Sure,
4: sure. So, sure. so that,
1: so that might have taken a little more effort than we usually see out of um, And and,
4: and Dusty and it. the Horsemen, I think, really knew how to like work to, towards Luger's strong point. And much like with Nikita, everybody back in that day was trying to get these guys over. They thought they were huge money potential.
1: Well, it's also the end of Dusty Rhodes's pinnacle, quite frankly. Eighty seven going into eighty eight before he um, took off for the WWF.
4: Yeah, 89 was when he came to WWE, right?
1: Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That 87 into 88 is mm-hmm. pretty much the pinnacle of Dusty Rhodes as the booker there. And it was mm-hmm. towards the end of it.
4: Yeah, until he went on to his true greatness in WWE with the polka dots that we all oh, like absolutely. to remember.
1: Absolutely. Uh, that's the Dusty we all love to remember.
4: Absolutely, I agree. We got Randy Oska. He's got Dusty versus Flair 85, Dusty versus Tully 87, Great American Bash, Rhodes versus Harley Race 1979, NWA title, stark 87, Dusty Rhodes versus AJ Styles, NWA slash TNA 65, October 8, 2003. <laughs> Randy went to deep cut with that Dusty AJ Styles.
1: Well, the problem is Dusty didn't get to work. AJ brew like Angle in the Florida Independence, so he um, he had to settle down on that and had to yeah, he had to settle and work with Styles. Yeah, that's a shame,
4: man. I think you could have done some magic together. <laughs> Let me uh, move on with my list here. Uh, we got. Nice to know you, AJ. Let's listen to the show. We got Scott from Hollandtown. He's got War Games Games 87 Tully at The Bash87, Flair at The Bash86, Race for the NWA title, 81. He's also got Carino, ECW Living Danger Street 2000. It's only a favorite of mine because I was there and it was surreal watching a bloody Dusty in street clothes beating the shit out of Steve Carino with a bull rope throwing up middle fingers. I mean, if you were there live. As a kid, how the hell could you not love that?
1: Let's let's be clear about something. I that, that match is not I don't wanna spoil my list, but that match is not gonna make my list. Sure. However, that is one of my favorite Dusty moments. I I just we put greatest matches, so for sure. me it's hard to put that as one of my greatest.
4: Yeah, I understand that. To me, Dusty's a guy. It's funny, you said before this, you texted me and said that it's going to be a lot easier doing Dustin's list than Dusty. And you're right, because we grew up on Dusty for the most part, but we really, really probably started getting more into our wrestling fandom and like remembering stuff during the Dustin era. Like That was our height, probably. Whereas Dusty is somebody I kind of look back a lot more fondly on. I really appreciate him the older I got because of his interviews. But his matches kind of all blended in a little bit for me sometimes i had to really think about it like you know i remember the feuds with tully with flair you know that's what i remember
1: exactly and remembering the individual matches is what makes it tough because you're like okay so which match exactly was this because the feud went on for so long it's almost hard to remember on the timeline which match was which in the feuds absolutely
4: I got a message from producer Joe here. He's giving me some time cues, but I'm going to keep moving on. All right. We got we got speaking of producer Joe. We got his main man, Jesse from New Hampshire. He's got Flare Starcade 85, Flare at the Bash 86, Superstar Billy Graham 1977. I like that one. Superpowers versus the Horseman Bash 87, and he also got Corino at Living Dangerously 2000.
1: The Superstar Billy Graham one shows up on most highlights of Madison Square Garden and shows up on most WWE highlights of the 70s um, greatest matches. Yeah, it's also
4: one of Billy Graham's. I think it was Billy Graham really enjoyed working with Dusty. Well, the thing is, to-
1: Dusty borrowed a lot from Billy Graham.
4: Oh, yeah. So So yeah. it's
1: definitely an interesting match to watch.
4: I got one more list here. I got, uh, well, actually, I got, before I get to producer Joe's list and your list and mine, but I got Mikey and Fred from the Facebook page. He gave us Dusty versus Flair, Starcade 85, Dusty Luger, Starrcade 87, Dusty Tully, Great American Bash 87, Dusty versus Race 79, and Dusty and Flair at Great American Bash 85.
1: Yeah, that's a very solid list. I mean, the thing with Dusty is, is it's hard to sit there and go, well, that list is horrible. Yeah, he's got nothing
4: but he's got nothing but good stuff. I mean, I think for me again, it's more Dusty.
1: It's more about his promos. Yeah, and and it's not like Dusty was a catch as catch can superstar where you know his his matches were all emotional and mm-hmm. emotionally charged yeah. and driven. So it's not
4: right. Like I can pick five great Flair matches, five great Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I mean, if you gave me Steamboat, I'm sure I can come up with some lists, too. I mean, it's just it's easy, but like, yeah, with Dusty, it's a little more challenging because he was such a great talker. I'm gonna get the producer Joe's list here. He's got Dusty versus Flair '85. He's got the War Games '87. He's got Flair '86. Gonna guess that Starcade. He's got Dusty versus Funk versus Carino at MLW King of Kings, and he's got Dusty versus Tully at the Bash '87. Glad he included that match from MLW. That's pretty cool. I noticed one thing, unlike some of like, again, where we get, like, all the great wrestlers, we're having a lot of the same matches show up on this list over and over again, with a few exceptions. I have to say, what I'm noticing mostly is that Dusty Tully match, that Dusty Luger match, and a Dusty Flair match. You know, uh, I think Dusty Flair, Stargate 85, and Luger, Starcade 87, and Dusty and Tully from the Bash 85. But, let me, in fact, let me go on my list. Because all those matches are basically there too. I got, you know, the arcade '85 match with Flair, and that was the one like we said. Joe Fraser was a special referee. Yeah. Although much like that match, I always everybody loves it's Race versus Flair from '83. I always give shit about Gene Koninsky kind of fucking things up as a referee. Joe Fraser was not as bad, but also at times kind of getting in the way a little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, good. and the problem with anytime you have a special referee like that is they're there to be seen.
4: Yes. Agreed, yeah. So I also got Luger with the cage, 87. I love the finish. That was where JJ, one thing we didn't talk about, that's where JJ Dillon threw the chair in and Dusty caught it. DDT'd Luger on the chair. Maybe it was a pile driver, but he got the pin. And then basically just set up Luger eventually, maybe about a month down the road, uh, becoming a baby face and uh, throwing JJ Dillon out in the bunkhouse stampede battle royal.
1: Yeah, so it was the precursor to everything that was about to come.
4: I also had Dusty versus Tully at The Bash 85, which was a cage match for the TV title, by the way. You know, you would never, that was something you always saw back in the day. And one thing I didn't know one else had that I did have on my list, I had the Crockett Cup Finals from 87. It was Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff versus Tully Blanchard and Lex Luger. This is, of course, was supposed to originally be Magnum TA, and then Nikita Koloff walked down there with Dusty. It was emotional. I remember watching this years after the fact with you. We were watching a Best Of DVD, and we saw the hug Dusty and Magnum gave each other. It was no storyline hug. This was clearly a lot of emotion. So I had to include
1: the finals of that tournament in there for me. So my list, I'm going to start off with one that nobody else had. I have the tag match that actually started it all. It was actually Duck Singh and Dusty Rhodes versus Mike and Eddie Graham and it Florida. was actually yeah it's actually from Florida Championship Wrestling and it's the first time Dusty Rhodes actually turns babyface mm-hmm. there's a miscommunication between Duck Singh and Dusty Rhodes and Duck Singh is attacking the Grahams, and Dusty Rhodes turns on him in that match and actually turns babyface and it's the first time where you see the electricity that is Dusty Rhodes, because he had been a heel most of his career up until that point, teaming with Dick Murdoch, working as a bad guy, trying to attack the Grams, working through the AWA as a heel. And this was the first time where he really came out and did something babyface, and the crowd was just on fire for him, mm-hmm. and, and it, it never looked back. So to me, that's got to be one of the greatest and most pivotal, pivotal matches in his uh, career. Other than that, I've got Flair, 85, like you do. Mm -hmm. I've got Tully, 87. I've got Race and Dusty for the title in 81. And then I've got, trying to remember what, oh, the other Flair one. I've got Flair at the Bash. I think that Flair and the Bash in 86 was actually one of the top matches. 86 is such a hot year for wrestling for the NWA. What you talked about before with all the precursors, like you talked about 87 Luger. In 86, they did such a good job of storytelling right from the beginning, where they start leading, building up with Baby Doll and Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. and Tully and Flair, Dusty injuring and Ole Anderson, breaking the leg, similar to what happened to him. It's just such a great story year. And then to have it come to a pinnacle at the Bash in 86 with Dusty versus Flair was just great storytelling.
4: So, my final three, I got here looking at the votes. I got. I'm going to put that Luger 87 match in there. I'm going to put Tully, like I said, 85, the Bash, and I'm going to put Flair 85, Starcade. I'd love to have that Crockett Cup Finals, but it didn't get enough votes. So I'm going to say the first guy I'm kicking out of here is Luger. For I think it was an interesting turn of events, but I can't really put the match quality as good as it was for a Luger match. I can't put it in there with those other two.
1: The problem is, is, as good as it was for a Luger match, it just wasn't as good as a Tully or Flair match. Nah,
4: Tully or Flair. I know. Now, I don't know if we're going to debate this one. I. It's funny. Again, I like the Flair match. Him and Flair had such great chemistry. But maybe I just have an issue with the referee in there. And I love, like, Dusty and Tully's chemistry. For me, Dusty and Tully is kind of an underrated feud. Everybody puts the focus on Flair, but I love Dusty and Flair's matches. And to me, TV title cage match great american bash i love it baby
1: doll screaming like you said at ringside the thing with dusty and tully is is you can feel the legitimate heat between the two of them sure and and you feel the emotional things between them and i prefer that match over the flare match for that reason i actually think that the chemistry is out of this world Mm -hmm. and there are some people that will disagree with that I would love to see more interaction between Tully and Cody, quite frankly, yeah. on even today's product, just because there was such chemistry between the fathers. I mean, the two of them, Dusty and Tully. I can only imagine Tully coming out and talking trash to Cody. Yeah,
4: absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, if people disagree with us, they should know not to put us in the 5-3-1 spot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it every time. Kane's the greatest Ooh. mass wrestler of all time. I'm sorry. I stand by it.
1: I, I still remember him as the greatest luchador. I mean, he was a big one. He was a anyway. <laughs> heavyweight. Was, he was a dandy. Yeah, not an L dandy,
4: but who are we to judge L dandy?
1: Yeah.
4: All right, on that note, Tully versus Dusty. The Bass 85 is going to win.